0: Facebook. Do you have a page for your business? It's episode four of Social Media Simplified and today I'm going to talk about why you need to have a Facebook page and share some tips on how to make it work for your business. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. Why should you be on Facebook? Facebook is one of the most significant social networks. It has over a billion accounts and it's the network we all hear of most often. But does that alone mean you should be there too? Facebook isn't the place for every business. But if you're going to invest time and effort into social media, Facebook is often the best place to start. Why? Because that's where people are spending their time. 59% of Canadians are on Facebook and they visit an average of nine times a week. If you're looking to find the most people possible in one spot you should look to Facebook. Let's start at the beginning and talk about the difference between a page and a profile. A Facebook profile is you on Facebook. My profile is where I share my family vacation photos and other personal thoughts and information. It's where I can be me and share what I like and think about without it having to be all about my business. A Facebook page is your business's presence on Facebook. Facebook has made it a rule that only an individual can have a Facebook account, but even more importantly than the fact that you're not supposed to create an account for your business, when your business has a Facebook page instead of an account, people who want to come and get your information can do that by hitting like and they immediately have access. An account requires two-way approval with the account owner deciding whether or not someone has access which can often take a while. Also, while people who like your page can see what you're posting, they can't see any of your personal information. This is very important because people are protective of their information and they worry about who can see what. Lastly, the insights. A Facebook page will give you extensive statistics that show you whether or not what you're doing is working which we all need to know in order to decide whether or not to keep investing our time in certain activities. If you don't have a Facebook page yet it's pretty simple. Head over to facebook.com page or larawellman.com podcast four where I have a tutorial that walks you through how to set up a page step by step. What about Facebook groups? Facebook groups are different than pages and then they're more like forums that put everyone on a slightly more equal footing. First, it's important to note that a business page cannot be a member in a group. Only an individual can. So if you want to only have a business presence on Facebook, groups won't work well for you. Why are groups worth mentioning? They can be amazing for building community. Facebook groups are an opportunity for subgroup discussion. Do you have a group of people who are especially interested in one topic? You can create a group for them and then let them really dig into it there. Facebook groups can be great for committees. It might be a good opportunity for you to set one up for a group planning a special project for example. Facebook groups can also be created as a value add for members. I have groups for all of the courses that I run, but you can do it for a variety of things to make somebody feel as part of a special member community. Facebook groups are an incredible way to let people feel like they're a part of your community because everyone is on an equal footing within a group. Other people can start conversation threads. People can ask questions and answer each other. And you can still moderate that group and have a guidance over the content overall. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room. You may have heard people complain about Facebook and how hard it is to get people to see what it is that you have to say. There is definitely truth in this. It used to be a lot easier to have people see your content but over time this has changed. Why? Firstly, because of the sheer volume of content online. The average person has over 250 friends and follows 100 pages. There's just too much content for people to see everything that all their friends and the pages they follow are sharing. So who sees what you're saying? The answer is very much not everyone who liked your page. Not by a long shot. The average percentage of your friends who will see each post that you put up is generally under 5% and often quite a bit less than that why is it so low? The first thing you need to know is that Facebook has a system. Well they have an algorithm. This algorithm is designed to try to make the Facebook experience as personalized as possible for every user. Their goal is to show you content that you want to see. If you saw everything that everybody posted on Facebook your feed would be boring. It would be full of so-and-so is now friends with so-and-so and Joe just liked this page and so on. The algorithm is designed to avoid that dreary kind of content, but how does it know what you will find interesting? It bases its decisions on a couple of things. One, your previous behaviors. Every time you like or comment on someone's update or page, it takes note and ups the chance you'll see that kind of content again. If you've ever noticed you see one friend in particular's updates in your feed all the time but never another, you may want to go and comment on a few things that other person you never see has to say and see if suddenly you see more of their content. Second, what is popular overall? There's a Facebook page on Facebook that has over 10 million people who follow it called Humans of New York. Tens of thousands of people comment on each and every post. Those posts because they are so popular will show up in more and more people's feeds because Facebook gathers from how popular it is overall that more people would want to see it. This is why it's so important to try to get people to like and comment on your content and why you'll often see content that specifically asks you to like or comment and you should include that as well. Lastly Facebook has readily admitted that they show people less information from pages than from personal accounts, which means it's harder to get in front of your audience. They do this so that they can make sure that people aren't feeling constantly bombarded by marketing, but also so they can make some money from advertising. Being willing to spend some money on advertising is important, and I'll talk about that more in a future episode. So if you have any specific questions, leave them in the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast podcast four. Now let's talk a bit about your content and what you should be sharing. First you should be sharing content at least daily if possible twice a day. Don't worry about bombarding your audience with too much content because due to the algorithm it's very unlikely anyone is going to be seeing everything you share. Second, remember that what you share is about your audience and not about you. What do I mean by that? I mean that you can't only share content asking for people to sign up for something or buy something. You have to think about what your audience is actually interested in, what they want, what they need, because they will simply tune you out if that's not what you're providing. Third, to elaborate on number two, provide value. How? Can you give them tips? Can you recommend products? Can you share articles about successes? Think about what you want to share and whether it falls into one of these categories. Teach, inform, or entertain. The vast majority of your content should if you want to capture your audience's attention. Four, not everything that you share needs to be written by you. Some will, of course, but there are so many people out there creating amazing content. You are probably already reading some of it. Think about your audience again and what they value and what resources, articles, jokes, websites, and all of that kind of stuff you can share with them that will give them value without being written by you. Five, have a schedule and automate. One of the biggest wastes of time is to sit down in front of your Facebook screen on a daily basis and to try to come up with something to say. It'll often take you 10 to 15 minutes to write one thing. My best tip here is for you to allot a certain amount of time every week or every month to creating content in bulk. Once it's created, schedule it. This is quite easy to do on Facebook by clicking the arrow to the right of the post button and selecting schedule. I'll have a link to more information on how to do that in the show notes at larawellman.com podcast slash four. Six, it can help to have themes and categories to help you come up with your content ahead of time. Mondays can be original content from you. Tuesdays, an article from someone else. Wednesday, a link back to something on your website. Thursday, a tip, and so on. Seven, use insights. Facebook pages allow you to see what's working. You can see things like who's liking your page, where are they from, how old are they, what time are they on you can then specifically see how each post you put up performs and whether or not people are liking, commenting, or clicking on what you're sharing. Spend time checking that information to see if your audience is made up of the people you think it should be and what kind of content has the most impact as well as what time of day performs best. I often find posts shared at 6 a.m. work best on my audience and I learned that from spending time in my insights. I'm going to wrap up by sharing a few more tips and recapping some of the most important points. Engage with your audience. People want to feel like they're important to you and you answering people's comments and commenting on other pages and other conversations does that. Tell stories. Think about your business and how it came to be and the people who made it happen. Think about the amazing clients you've worked with. What stories can you tell to let people know what you're all about and to guide them towards the actions that will help you achieve your goals? Give value by educating, entertaining, and empowering. Be a resource and think about what your audience wants and how you can give it to them. Measure so that you know what you're doing is working, so you can change it if it isn't or do more of what is. Every audience is different and nothing is a sure thing. Test and measure to get your formula right. Try different things. Try different kinds of content. Try different times of day. Try different styles. There are so many opportunities online and the best way to make the most of them is to experiment and find what works best for you and your audience. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope that you gained some insight on how Facebook can be used for your business. I'll be talking more about Facebook in future episodes, about specific features and how to really take advantage of the tool, but I wanted to start with an overview of why everyone should consider being there in the first place. I'll share some more resources in the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash four, so please do head over there and check those out. If you did get a lot of value, I would love it if you subscribe so that you automatically get new episodes. Share the show with a friend and I'd really appreciate a review on iTunes. Until next time, I'll see you online.